A very good evening, everybody. My name is Summer, and on behalf of CodeChef VIT, I welcome you all for the very first episode of our brand new podcast, The Big Glitch. The topic for our first episode is data is the new oil, and to discuss this, we have a very special guest with us, Mr. Shashank Mishra, who has worked at Paytm and now works at Amazon as a data engineer. Not only that, he has a very active YouTube channel by the name of E Learning Bridge. that has more than 15000 subscribers and post of more, not of more than 4 lakh views till now thank you sir for joining us and a warm welcome to you guys thanks for having me and i'm really really excited for this podcast because uh, data is my first love and i keep on talking about this thing so again thank you so much for having me and i hope you guys have prepared some good questions for me so that i can share my experience in a better manner we have some we have some questions sir and i hope you like them so sir yeah, before sure. uh, to start off our session today i would like to ask you about your journey to this position that a lot of us engineers would like to know and we would like to know how did you get here and how have you evolved in this journey of yours uh that's a good question and probably that answer would be bit long so guys trust me this journey wasn't easy for me at all like i was someone uh who had zero dreams like for me it's been i'm like 27 years old and i think i have seen a lot of things in my in my life i'm not sure uh so how it is started basically i belong from a very middle class family like my father is a taxi driver right and mom is housewife so till like eighth standard everything was like in the dark uh like normal schooling uh which is like uh normal school uh, near to our societies and like that and somehow like obviously my mom dad uh, both are not uh, educated right they educated in terms of academic education they are like uh, in experience and the uh, general experience life experience they have a lot of experience so they were not educated they wanted but they wanted their child like me and my younger sister to be good somehow and for that they have sacrificed a lot like sacrificed their uh entire life for us so somehow they managed me to get into a convent school like in in lucknow and in the ninth standard and then suddenly things like changed for me uh even like starting from my ninth and 10 plus 2 i was just uh, into this academics like obviously like i wasn't mature enough so that i could figure out something for my uh, future like i had no plans of, like for the iits and iits uh, something like that and because i i i had some challenges as well and for that like uh, in the 10th standard i i'm i'm also a person who loves doing random things so what happened in the 10th i joined uh, commerce right and i was good at it i scored good marks uh, in the boards and uh, now after that my parents started thinking that okay our kid is doing good in the commerce probably we can uh, plan something for a ca or something like that but suddenly in the starting of my 11th i told them that okay i have studied uh, commerce now i think uh, i should move into the science field i haven't studied about it uh, pretty much so i took that random decision and moved into it and again they did good very very good in the 10 plus 2 scored good marks and same at that time i had this thought because i was seeing people around me who were like uh, belonging from good families and uh, they could afford uh, their stuff to grow in their career and to grow in their future but i was not that kind of guy so i was also having that dream okay probably i'll prepare for those uh, uh, iits uh exams and will try to crack it also at the same time i had a really bad fear about taking the competitive exams because if i was good at academics probably i could have uh like attempted those uh competitive exams like in my time it was like ai triple e uptu right i could have attempted that i didn't do it because of that is uh, like fear and uh, i wanted to do uh, the iit i just wanted to join the iit but uh, we all know to crack that exam the level of that exam is damn good 
and i was not that extraordinary kid who can prepare by his own and crack the iits and since my family was not able to afford that high fees of coaching so i dropped that idea i didn't force my family and because i knew my family situation what they can do for me so as a gentle kid you can say i skipped that plan and uh, i asked my dad that okay i'll join a government university and uh, i'm not sure about my future how it's going to be uh, but definitely i'll try to plan something in the government sector after completing my graduation probably bank po ssc these exams so that kind of thought i i had at that time and uh, now again you will uh, hear about another random story so 10 plus 2 i had a soft corner for the teaching because i was good in the physics chemistry and math so i thought what i'll okay. do i'll go I'll, i'll i'll go and join the pcm physics chemistry math branch for the bsc but when i was traveling to university uh, on the day of the form filling what i did instead of chemistry i just uh, skipped it i thought okay for the safer side i have physics math i haven't studied about computer science yet i should give it a try and i uh, filled that option and now that branch that stream for me was physics chemistry oh sorry physics math and computer science and in the government universities guys definitely we all know the situation how it is no educational environment no awareness no self intent no dedication for future dark everything was in dark for me so that was the situation and those three years of my graduation was complete waste i was kind of guy who was just mugging up the normal codes like converting from centigrade to fahrenheit fahrenheit to centigrade uh, i was just mugging up those solution because i didn't understand i just took that computer science as a curiosity because i before that i didn't uh, like deep dive into it that much so i just took that option but it didn't work out really well for me because of the lack of the uh, education uh, environment and uh, awareness self intent uh, dedication all these factors so that's how it was going and then in my bsc third year somehow somehow i got to know about this mca program and then i realized okay this could be a better opportunity for me uh, because i was dreaming for these iits nits and then uh, i heard about this exam nimset so folks who don't know what nimset is it is a like all india level kind of exam for mca course specifically and that too from nits there are 10 nits nowadays which uh, conducts mca program yes sir so my third year was really hectic for me really hectic uh, because as i said i didn't uh, like expected that much from my family right so i was just using my bicycle to go from my home to university and then visit the coaching uh, because the university was 15 16 kilometers away from my home so you can imagine my day like 15 kilometer travel starting from 7 am reach university spent 4 5 hours there then 3 kilometers from coaching from my the university spent 5 6 hours there then come back to home start are uh, working on the coaching sheets because in nimset like the level of math is uh, uh, you can say je uh, like uh, mains level right so there i had to study those rd sharma volume 1 volume 2 all these things <laughs> so it was a pretty hectic for me but that result was very sweet trust me that struggle what what i did in the last year of my graduation that result was very very sweet i cracked all a name set with all india rank 43 i had option to Oof. join any best nit but also i was attached to my family then i don't don't know why i said it to my dad uh, i said it in a random way that uh, that if it is all about the placement then if i'll be putting my hard work and efforts i'll get a good offer from the nit alahabad itself and if i don't put any sort of effort i won't get placement from nit trichy because that was the top most nit which i could yes, get sir. with that rank right so yes, that's how like it uh, uh, somehow i landed into this nit alahabad and uh, after that the real challenge was for me i'll just wrap it up in few lines that uh, i had to start everything from zero i was from uh, mca right 
and yes, uh, when you are in such a college where environment is like you guys can imagine the level of uh, the academics in the nits and the kind of folks who are studying there like we yes, take uh, uh, folks uh, just 12th grads and they are joining these colleges and doing really wonderful whether it is coding programming development everything but i had to start everything uh, from yes, zero sir. so that's how i it is started and for the placement time it's a different story uh, probably some of you might be thinking that joining tier 1 colleges is the sweetest thing and everybody will get the job uh, decorated in a plate so that's not a, a, a true thing uh, i have seen this because i started my industrial career with 5 lpa although i was belonging from tier 1 college in it allahabad because that was all about because all about the awareness all about the intent although i joined nit but still there was something which i was lacking that was skill development that was awareness about the emerging it technologies and the planning the plotting i was lacking in all those sections right uh, but yes. somehow i managed to get into the it industry then i realized stepping into the it industry was uh, much more important for me rather than bagging like 20 or 50 lpa uh, offer from any tech giant company because starting seven companies i do remember amazon was there first company amazon i was rejected in the return round second company was paytm i was rejected in the return round and then adobe sap labs uh, booker oracle i was getting rejected in the return round itself i didn't even get the opportunity to get one single interview and then uh, opera solutions came and i interviewed for them i got selected i started my career and after that yep we will be having discussion about my journey in the data <laughs> so before we move on with the question i just it's just so inspirational to listen to that story and especially more for me because i'm also a lucknowite like you so just to see another oh, lucknowite start from <laughs> start from scratch and just reach this point in life it's just amazing to hear about it yeah. now sir uh, now as you told that you do not particularly belong to an engineering field uh, you just mm-hmm. told us that you have done your bsc in physics maths and computer science Yeah. So, sir, what made you uh, interested in software development in the first place, and uh, yeah. and what was the reason that made you switch from software to data engineering? Cool. So that's the good question. And actually, moving into the CS domain, uh, that was definitely I would say fortunate, random. As I already told you, right? I just for like, during the form filling, I just uh, yes, cut sir. that chemistry part and. Uh, build that computer science right but when i realized in in the bsc third year when i was preparing for nimset then at least yes, i i can remember at least i was serious for my future at least 10% okay for my family my family has seen this much and now for me it's it's my it for me it's the uh, uh, right time where uh, like i can make their life better Like they have done everything for me. Now it's my responsibility to give it back, right? So that was the thing which was keep motivating me, and I was just keep on going. And when I started my journey as a software engineer in Opera Solution, so as I said, probably I didn't get that uh, opportunity, motivation, dedication to explore those emerging IT technologies in the college time itself. nowadays like you guys are very smart or i would say you guys are really aware that right? you know about open source you know about the programming hackathons emerging it technologies and you are doing wonderful job in your college itself i was not that kind of guy so for me i was also that person who loves interacting with different different people so in my company uh, that there were i mean few projects which were running on this big data domain but i was not part of it i was work, uh, working for different projects a core uh, a software engineer back end developer something like that so when i interacted with them uh, on like table while playing the table tennis or in the cafeteria i interacted with them they like uh, they used to tell me what big data is uh, i was asking them like which kind of project you guys are working on what is the tech stack and all from there i got that idea like or that inspiration because those words very fascinating like petabytes of data distributed computation distributed storage right cluster 100 nodes of cluster so that was very fascinating to me 
and uh, from that point onwards i started thinking about it uh, and i started exploring it this domain like what are the basic frameworks what are the future scope what kind of job profiles are available whether it is uh, according to my interest or not i'll get a chance to code the things i'll get a chance to program the things or not so when i figured out those things i found this data engineering profile best fit for me i was getting yes. all kind of uh, or you can say it this profile was fulfilling all kind of interest which i had so yeah there like in the opera when when i was uh, when i started exploring those uh, basic a b c d or terminologies of big data uh, mm -hmm. and uh, it looked very interesting to me and uh, soon i asked my manager and team lead that can you please staff me in big data projects as well i didn't ask them to staff me 100% but at least give me 20 30% opportunity so that uh, like i can enhance my skill set in this domain as well so that was the turning point for my career stepping into the data engineering domain from the software engineering it is such a huge learning lesson for all of us you know to tr try to keep improving try to find your voice you know in in a yeah. technical field like this yeah so, so interest matters out, a lot interest matters a lot I, you need to find your interest uh, and it would be really good if you can figure it out in your college itself because for me it was late trust me yeah, you can definitely smell it in uh, my story for me it was late but if you, you can definitely do the wonders if you are self aware in your college itself and you can figure out your interest uh, before stepping into the it industry now sir when i found out that i will be interviewing you today i asked a lot of my friends in the club itself and you know in other colleges uh, friends i know from school like if there is anything that they would like me to ask you and mm -hmm. a lot of them had the same question like what is data engineering and what does a data engineer do so for a okay. student who has who is hearing this term for the first time uh, how would you explain to him or her what is data engineering and what does a data engineer do uh cool that's the good question i would say and uh, this this needs to be answered and i because as a fresher i do understand how confusing this data domain is and there are a lot of reasons for that because everybody thinks that whosoever is working in this data domain he is working on artificial intelligence and machine learning that's not the truth right big data domain is really vast and multiple segregations in it there are folks i mean you can say multiple categories like if you are very good technically good you have some profiles if you are average in technical skills you have job profiles in this domain if you are mathematically good not with programming and these things or statically good analytically good you have job profiles in it but you need to figure it out right what is mm. according to you what is according to your skill set that's what i said i was uh, like i had a soft one for programming so i was looking into the job profile which is according to me which is fulfilling mm. all uh, my interest programming and uh, uh, closely working on the backend system uh, services apis data flow all these things right if you are someone who loves uh, uh, who loves to play with the mathematics static side analytical side uh, you can probably target those uh, machine learning profiles data science profiles right so yes, that's sir. what you need to understand the difference itself uh, uh, like which profile you are targeting and what kind of skill set needed for that like people used to call that they know big data so they can work in any job profile that's not true uh, yes. every job profile has its own roles and responsibility and you need to work on those things only when you will be working for a company for an organization right a data engineer can't be a data scientist and vice versa do so in the very simple example i'll give you oh, uh, in simple words i'll give you a simple example that as a data engineer what you are supposed to do so just take an example of amazon e-commerce right that's a e-commerce yes, e platform you know on yes, in a, in every minute there will be millions of transactions are happening right yes, Yes, definitely sir. those transactions will be captured and uh, will be stored uh, at some place it could yes. be any transactional database it could be any no sql database it could be any sftp server it could be any distributed uh, storage service on cloud right yes sir 
now in the organization everybody knows the importance of data everybody wants to uh, you can say take data driven business decisions that's why i was uh, as you stated in the beginning why data is the new oil this is the yes, reason sir. data is the new oil every company wants to figure out or want to pull some meaningful insights from the data and they don't just want to keep their historical data in the databases and randomly doing their stuff because in that yes, way they won't be able to compete with their competitors and they won't mm -hmm. be able to improve so now this is the thing and to do that kind of analysis right you need to bring that data into your system right yes, and it's and that data it's not a single excel file like just copy and paste it somewhere and you will be done no it's a complete yeah. and entire flow because the data is very fast that data could be of any format any dirtiest format or any simplest mm. format right and it yes, could sir. be growing very rapidly let's say today it's 1 terabyte probably after a week when diwali sale happened on amazon it converted into 15 terabyte so that flow is also important and those business yes, requirements are also important let's say on the source end you have 10 data sets different different yes, data sets and that business team want to do some analysis uh, based on some business rules like uh, we need that aggregated data for last six months and the revenues, the returned orders or the purchased orders, uh, something like that, right? So those business requirements are also important. You can't do it like, okay, I'll pull pull those data sets, those 10 data sets will create a simple pipeline. I'll dump it into the downstream systems. Now it's up to you, uh, the business team, please figure out it by your own, how you guys want to use it. That's not the case those requirements will come from the business and now actual thing will be happening as a data engineer we need to write a scalable and optimized data pipeline scalability yes, that means your pipeline shouldn't break when data size is increasing and decreasing right it should be scalable accordingly yes sir. next the optimization because when you process petabytes of terabytes of data it can even takes 100 of dates to generate the final output, right? So yes, you need to uh, pre-plan the things, you need to architect the things, how much nodes of cluster do you want? What would be the memory and CPU of each commodity hardware? And how you are going to write your application, there your coding skills will come into the picture. And there your, yes, uh, you can say system design skills will come into the picture. How better you know your systems so that you can write optimized uh, operations within your program, within your uh, distributed computation application so that you are utilizing less resources on your cluster and it is fast as well. And once it is done, yes, you have made that transform data, just dump it into the downstream system. After that, there are other folks who will be working on that who will work on that data scientist to probably create something like the recommendation system machine learning engineers and data analyst probably will be creating some real-time dashboards so that they can send that report to the cxo level cfo cto because they won't like to see uh, excel sheet of 10 million records and they won't be figuring out the pattern by their own they would like to see a beautiful picture of pie chart or graph chart and they will be done okay in the last quarter we have generated this much of revenue so that's the entire thing and on a day-to-day -day, uh, activity a data engineer used to do yes sir hello yeah yeah so uh, so moving on uh, as you said data engineering is a very rapidly rising field right now mm -hmm. and as many new people are you know getting into this stream and getting into this field and becoming data engineers now so uh, as an experienced veteran yourself what are the common mistakes that you see these young engineers make when they enter the field in, of data engineering and what would be your advice to them when they just start in this new field mm, all right so first of all the mistake they used to do is that they get frustrated right data is uh, something which you need to take care very gracefully 
you can't yes, be impatient right you can't be frustrated uh, because mm. it's not a back end application where you have just written a api simple api and you are done right mm. and after that you are just keep thinking about the scalability and all so in the data side when you will be working with any uh, project because mm. that will be having a involvement of client as well where you need to interact with the clients and trust me clients are the dumbest person <laughs> right uh, why like dumb in the sense of the technicality because they will be having some random requirements but as a engineer definitely you need to collect those requirements and uh, you need to work on that you need to communicate things uh, continuously with your clients and as i said like they will be making mistakes those clients sir so you need to make sure you have gathered all the requirements um, and all or not right after sir. that uh, like you need to follow the processes right it's not a it's not a like it's not like that uh, thing you can say uh like which you used to do in your college projects right uh, yes, everything uh, where everything finishes in very quick uh, span of yes, time sir. so yes, that's sir. not the case with the data engineering profile so there definitely the mistake is don't get frustrated don't get impatient just deep dive into the things you need to fulfill as i i would uh, like to use a one uh, best terminology for data engineers that treat yes, yourself as a frontliner in in the organization because in that yes, by that example like in in previous question i took that example right you are the first yes, layer you are someone yes, who is bringing that huge amount of data into the system after that other folks are working on that so treat yourself as a frontliner right so yes, definitely you will be having good responsibilities on yourself so understand those responsibilities don't just run away from it don't first of all don't mix your profile with your software engineering definitely there are some overlaps with the software engineering in terms of the technicality because you need to showcase your programming skills dsa skills understanding of back end system system designings right but yes, also sir. at the end you will be working for the data not for the web apps and these things yes sir so that's what don't mix up the things and after that don't even mix up your profiles with other data domain profiles like sometimes i've seen mm. folks who is working on a data engineering domain he or she keeps telling me that uh, she is good in data scientist she loves uh, modeling uh, data modeling part and uh, mm. data modeling in the sense uh, like predictive modeling regression models i was like how means are you justifying your role i'm not sure how your company uh, has segregated roles and responsibility for a data engineer because these are not the tasks as a yeah. learning purpose if you are doing that's fine that's pretty much awesome like i would also love to do that but uh, all thanks to my data engineering profile that it doesn't even uh, allow me to explore any random thing because uh, in this profile even like there are a hell lot of things which i need to explore and new things are keep on adding so for a interest purpose if someone is doing that's completely fine and understood but uh, as just a like if you are confused more confused and you are doing things randomly then that's the bad point right so these yes, kind sir. of things i would definitely suggest to pre final year students final year students as well if you are someone because this kind of mistake i have seen from the college students most of the time i know like yes sir uh, i keep on getting messages uh, in their linkedin bio they have written like data science machine learning enthusiast and in the uh, message they uh, ask me that uh, sir what is the best roadmap for data engineering then my next mm. question would be from them in your bio it is written that you are data science enthusiast machine learning enthusiast then why would you like <laughs> to know the data engineering roadmap right yes, that means you are confused right that means you are not sure like what is the role and responsibility of the data engineering field actually so you need to understand it right so make it clear in your mind in which part you are interested a lot right yes try sir. to explore the job description the best way if you want to understand the roles roles and responsibility and the tech stack needed for the data engineering domain just randomly jump on the company's career page any tech giant yes, any startup any good company 
and have a look at the job description for the data engineering role what they are expecting yes, and what kind of work you will be getting there and you will be sorted in your mind what you actually need to do thank you so much sir for that very useful advice uh, so now as a topic for today's podcast says and what you just said and what magazines like the economist and forbes have been saying for a lot of years now oil mm-hmm. is no longer the hot, hot commodity in the world and it has been replaced by data whoever has data has power and unlike oil data is readily available for everyone irrespective of the geographical location yeah so sir, with respect to that what according to you does our future entail how do you mm-hmm. think this race for data is going to affect our day to day lives and you know how it's going to affect the common people uh yeah definitely data has made a really really big impact on our lives as well and you can definitely observe it i don't think so i need to give 100 of examples to you best example uh, your uh, tesla best example yes, like driverless cars how it is happening yes, because of Just the data, of data. Right? You, yeah, yeah yeah you you don't know the raw oil to drive your car you know you you need to know the patterns uh, like you have yes, the sir. data you are analyzing it and you are taking the decisions so that's how you 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 can see the so i'll definitely point uh, i would like to compare the data actual data with raw oils right and yes, uh, you can uh, figure out by your own that yep it is exactly uh, the new oil so yes, in sir. the raw oil what happens like uh, from the raw oil at the end product what we generate we generate the energy which drives yes, the things right machine yes, uh, and uh, transportation and other things similarly yes, if we have the raw data our end goal or end product would be information so here treat energy of raw oil equivalent to the information right yes, so sir. because that information is driving the business that information is driving the industry right so this is the first comparison second comparison uh, when you have a raw oil you know if you put different different filtration layer at every filtration layer you will get a, a different product like uh, gasolines different yes, gases sir. and lubrications and uh, petrol diesels how they are getting generated based on different filtration layers right so similarly yes, if you have a raw data uh, let's say you are working in a healthcare right and you have hmm. a entire data of healthcare system if you put yes, different sir. different business use cases and those treat those business use cases as a different filtration layer because to in order to uh, create that problem statement or justify that problem statement you need to code it in a different way you will be putting some different level of filtration and in that similarly there you can say uh, that different filtration layers are available in the data itself so in the yes, healthcare sir. let's say have a data uh, i can probably uh, create a product uh, for the cancer detection right if i have yes, a sir. data and similarly for migraine detection heart dis- heart diseases right so these kind yes, of sir. things have been taken like a uh, you can say recommendation thing like your fit bands right uh, mi bands you you uh, used to uh, uh, carry and uh, let's say those app applications which basically gives the recommendations how they are yes, recommending sir. the things because at the back end they have prepared that pattern okay if you are yes, lying in this age category you have these this kind of diseases then this would be the best medicure for you and these would be the best exercises for you okay so that means yes, that's how these are working next comparison would be in if you have the raw data you need to follow three main step first extract extract the raw data second yes, the filtration right you have filtered the yes, thing and third delivery you are delivering it to vendors right Yes, similar sir. thing is happening with the data here we need to perform three steps etl processing extraction transformation and load extraction yes, similar to extracting data from different sources mysql nosql or distributed file system transformation yes, applying those business logic load yes, means loading your transform data into the downstream system and the yes, last sir. and fourth uh, comparison related to the transportation definitely uh, 
when the raw oil was discovered it basically given a spark to traditional transportation system like cars buses trains right yes, but sir. when uh like industries started utilizing data in a better way they got to know about that we can use it to give a revolution to the new generation of the transportation driverless cars hyperloops and many other things right yes sir so that's the comparison you can see same thing which raw oil was doing for the human beings yes, similarly sir. in upcoming 30 40 50 100 years data will be doing for that so that's the best comparison i can suggest uh, to you guys uh, regarding the raw oil and the data yes sir so another thing that is you know coming in the comment section a lot uh, so the students want to know what sort of projects you should do in order to get a good uh, internship or a good job in the field of data science and data engineering okay so for the uh, this kind of thing definitely you need to work on some problem statements which are some which are solving some uh, uh, you can say related to social causes right uh, yes, that's what i talked about let's say uh, healthcare application it definitely yes, it will be having a great impact on the human beings if you yes, create sir. a good product and yes, uh, similarly related to the uh recommendation systems i was talking about right yes sir. or again a uh, very important being a typical indian uh, you always uh, scare about the uh, you have a fear of risk taking risk yes sir exactly. here comes your banking finance come into the picture right you have everybody is scared about uh, what will happen to my money like if yes, false sir. transactions have been made right so uh, that's the thing like try to create those kind of projects which are solving some social causes which are uh, putting some impact on the human beings right in that way it sir. will be it will give you a great learning right yes, and sir. i specifically talk about the data engineering so in the data engineering actually we have two things right one is batch yes, data processing and one is real time data processing Yes, for sir. the batch processing you can take an example of uh, let's say check our electricity bills right on yes, every sir. month end you used to get your electricity bill so what is happening once that one month threshold is reached then yes, you are sir. processing the data that means you are collecting the batch and now you process it in the yes, real time system as soon as you are getting the data you are just consuming it and doing the operation best example is twitter feeds right yes, facebook sir. likes instagram likes these things those those things are the real time data so if you are interested in the data engineering domain and literally want to do some challenging projects try to work yes, on sir. real time data pipelines there it will involve very very good learnings and you will get a good exposure of uh, some real uh, you can say or you can say basically useful tech stack of the data engineering so those would be my yes, recommendations thank you so much sir another interesting feather in your cap that i read about sir was your youtube channel <laughs> e learning bridge so how yeah. and where did you get the idea to start a youtube channel like that all right so in first or second question if you remember i was talking about the lack of awareness yes sir and the lack of intent dedication motivation all these factors right yes sir so in this and before that uh, what would you say uh, in my college time like uh, yes, when i was in a good state like yeah i was placed and then i probably thought that uh, how better i can utilize uh, my skills because i had a soft corner for the programming so yes, what i was doing like i was writing articles for geeks for geeks i was earning as well and i was learning so both learning earning together so from there like i i and those like articles were liked by different folks so it gave me a good motivation okay that yep somehow yes, i am contributing right so but when i got the job then i didn't get that much time to continue that 
but sir. all thanks to this covid time i <laughs> i am pretty sure i don't i shouldn't say like that all thanks to covid time uh, but it just i'm seeing the silver lining right it gave yes, me sir. a good opportunity i was in the lockdown like i was in bangalore i just joined amazon i was yes, uh, living with my friend and i had like in the amazon it was first month or first 1.5 months like uh, very chill out means i need to just go through with the project documents and uh, then things were supposed to be planned then yes, i sir. thought uh, what should i do there i thought i was recalling my college days uh, <laughs> because i had a lot of time in the <laughs> lockdown period <laughs> so i was just recalling those good memories with my friends and worst memories the kind of a struggle i have seen there then i again yes, thought sir. i think it's the time to fill that gap it's the time to fill um, uh, basically send that awareness right because i have been through it i know what is the important of that self awareness so yes, i just sir. wanted to fill that gap like industrial gap and the gap uh, gap between the industry and the students yes, and the entry level freshers and the working professional i wanted to fill that gap so that's how that bridge uh, keyword came into the picture and e learning using some obviously e learning platform yes, so that sir. was the idea behind the name e learning bridge so that's what i'm trying to do like i used to call the main motto is uh, let people know about the interview process of different companies because yes, uh, that is very important if i let's say i'm preparing for a company and i know like uh, textual matter is uh, available whether it's glass door or anything Sir. but people used to relate a lot if they hear something from yes sir practical exactly. person who is talking about his experience actually yes sir so main theme is basically let people know about the interview process of a particular company so probably in india definitely there are thousand and thousand of companies so definitely yes, i have a material for 10 15 years <laughs> uh, on my youtube channel so, uh, so we look forward to each and every one of it <laughs> so that's my my plan that i'll be covering as much as companies i can cover starting from service based companies small startups big startups tech giants whatever i can cover so that will kept on going and along with that this data engineering field uh, i was uh, want i wanted to talk about so along with that uh, those interview experiences motivational uh, uh, journeys i thought to yes, start uh, putting those videos as well where i'll be guiding folks around the globe about this data engineering domain and i'm really happy that people liked it i got a very good response on that um, i used to get good or uh, you can say very very motivating uh, comments uh, and the messages on my linkedin that uh, nobody has started like even i was yes, struggling when i was uh, was starting with the data engineering yep there were blogs written but not specifically for their data engineering yes, it was like big data big data big data but nobody was yes, specifically sir. talking about the data engineering so i was yes, so sir. happy that people said finally somebody has started about the data engineering on youtube that was the best comment and message for me and the uh, best motivation for me to uh, run my youtube channel along with my job <laughs> and so you're absolutely right like a lot of us don't have you know a sort of guide or an elder brother who can you know guide us through the uh, maze of tech the corporate world because okay. we can read like you said we can read all about it on the internet we can just hear things from our parents but like mm-hmm. again there is a huge generation gap between us and we can't really relate to the problems that they face so it's yeah. just and even i looked at some of the videos and it's it's just extremely helpful and extremely inspirational and i can't uh, put in words how helpful these videos are and i really hope that you continue to put out these videos for the next 10 15 years so a lot of us can you know <laughs> make something sure, of ourselves sure. eventually sure sure thank you thank you so much <laughs> now so moving on from all the data heavy talks to something more mm-hmm. serious and relatable to our students like sure. you know uh, a lot of us engineers especially engineers considering you know how the pandemic has just skyrocketed skyrocketed the rate of unemployment in our country and even in general too like uh, most of the major goal of for most of us is to you know firstly complete our engineering in four years and then after completing our engineering you know get a good job with a decent salary and so that we can you know start climbing the social ladder on our own 
and we can mm-hmm. you know become independent you know uh, start living on our own not be dependent on our parents so yeah. as an individual as a highly accomplished individual in fact and who is you know you have worked with the top companies so mm-hmm. what would be your advice to students who are trying to get a job after graduating you know what according yeah. to you are the necessary skills to master how should one's resume look and you know how should one go about it because that is a very pressing issue that we face mm-hmm. currently uh yeah see uh, definitely i do agree with that uh, kind of impact this covid had uh, in every sector uh, okay so that was definitely worst thing happened this 2020 yes sir uh but see obviously new things comes with new opportunity i know most of you might be agreeing with that point right so yes, sir see uh to get a job and many of you have this dream that uh, probably uh, if i don't get a 10 15 lakh jobs or the, uh, till then i'll keep hustling or i'll keep looking for the job opportunities i won't yes, join sir. any small companies and something like that right yes, trust sir. me guys if you are living in that thought process you need uh, to get away from it because that's sort of probably a biggest blocker of our growth yes, for sir. us the thought should be i need a one opportunity right if yes, somehow you step into the it industry after that nobody is going to talk about your cgpa nobody is going to talk about your college like whether you from it kanpur or not and nobody is going to talk about whatever happened in the past the thing they will be concerned that what kind of skill sets do you have right if you are yes, working sir. software engineering as a backend developer do you know the best practices do you know the best uh, frameworks and can you create a good product so that yes, thing will only matter and if you are following same thing starting from your college like skill development you will be a better engineer you will grab a very awesome package not i would say instant but gradually you will move yes, you will keep growing and that's what i yes, did sir. i started my uh, journey with 5 lp and after that i was just tra- i i was just trying to add more zeros in my compensation and that's what <laughs> i did in in yes, the sir. four years right so that's the thought process i had probably let's say i joined uh, although i was belonging from a tier 1 college i uh, let's say i joined that service based form i keep on probably thinking about the tech giants tech giants all the time and keep killing my thought keep killing my motivations uh, regarding the compensations because my friends were there who were earning like 15 20 lpa i could have yes, uh, like feel demotivated i could have yes, feel sir. jealous right yes sir. i right so i had only two option either invest my time into the jealousy factor and uh, those uh, uh shitty thoughts right uh, comparison yes, and uh, irrelevant stuff else i could aim, invest my time into my growth right learning good yes, skills sir. learning good tech stack working on good projects and then look forward for the good opportunities so i was doing yes, that sir. so for a, as a student definitely as soon as you can start that would be really really good for you right i'm yes, not sir. sure how many of you are from the three final years final years or the first year second year for the first year students my simple advice would be for you the best thing to do in the first year is have a good understanding of one programming language don't try to be master in four languages right nobody yes, uh, like you are not going on a date where you need to impress someone <laughs> that okay i know four languages no uh, it's something which is which you are doing for your own and knowing one language and getting expertise in it that's very important right you can yes, start sir. with any good language uh, if you are interested in object oriented c c++ uh, c++ or java and yes, if you want to go with the uh, procedural or uh, uh, languages then you have the c to start with right then yes, deep dive into the data structures and algorithm don't do a mistake like me because the day i joined after a couple of weeks i was getting demotivated by looking at the folks uh, who were having some good command on the coding and uh, were talking about some random stuff like code shift code forces i was not even aware <laughs> about that <laughs> what is that 
and uh, it irony is that i'm today i'm uh, giving a tech talk on coach chef vi coach exactly <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for me those things like i was uh, having that lack of awareness uh, but just because of that uh, peer pressure i was yes sir uh, without knowing about the data structures i randomly jumped onto the coach chef and that was a like a drastic day for me i was so demotivated because i was just i just opened that competition read first two lines of first question and just quit or close that tab and went back to my bed <laughs> so that was horrible uh, don't do that kind of mistake i didn't do any kind of competitive programming trust me i just solved very very easy questions on hacker rank why hacker rank yes, because sir. i was loving its ui okay yes sir so that's what i did and i just wanted to have a flavor okay when i'll be sitting in the placements i need to solve some questions in 2 hours and i need to pass some test cases and i will be done yes, to sir. get that flavor i was just doing those easy questions on hacker rank i didn't do any sort of competitive programming at all yes sir right so here the yes, conclusion sir. you can see is doing a cp is not a mandatory thing right first of yes, all sir. whosoever thinks that if you haven't done the competitive programming you won't land into the good job that's the myth right yes, i sir. always treat competitive programming is the best way to improve yourself in the problem solving part right you yes, can sir. say it is a best way but before that your fundamental should be strong so i focused like after those horrible things i focus on one thing where to use when to use and why to use you need to understand sure. this thing in the data structures probably i can ask someone uh, can you solve this question using heap what he or she will do okay i know sexy library of c++ that is stl i will <laughs> use that heap function and it will be done like a uh, uh you can say 10 12 seconds task for me no it's not like that sure. uh if i ask someone can you write the code to implement the heap why the time complexity of creating heap is o of n right when yes, you sir. do the heap sorting you say uh, that searching or the heapy file will take o of log n time then why creating heap is taking o of n time right so you need to understand the applications what are the cases where you can best fit the heap data structure so i was focusing yeah. on that and that thing only helped me a lot like after the 2017 i have interviewed in many companies and i didn't even revise the data structures right yes, because those yes. basics were working fine for me yes, i was sir. always able to come up with a good approach and i was yes, able sir. to code it and that's what you actually want Yes, so sir. do that part and focus on your core subjects very very important don't ever yes, ignore them right yes, in the industry like it's been almost 4 years for me i think my entire engineering journey if i only talk about the coding part it is moving around the arrays and strings that's it i like yes, haven't seen any thing which i implemented using the trees or heaps or dp or graphs or tri data structure nothing right yes sir but knowing these things definitely is important as a fresher this is going to be a first step for you to crack a good company but the actual thing which you help you to be a better engineer or to learn the development skills your core subjects you need to deep dive into it understand the databases and the networking operating systems right oops these things will be very important so this is the advice for the first year students and yes, as a baby step you can start exploring the emerging it technologies now for the second year student i am considering that you are good with the first part for you it's the high time to get into the development skills explore take 2 month 3 months of time to explore every single domain it's not like that uh, like ishan uh, from my class is talking about data science is very sexy field uh, <laughs> and then uh, just because of that influence you started doing that data science and trust me after 2 months you will uh, basically you will feel regret yes, that, that why 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 are you in this data science domain why ishan yes, why why did you say that <laughs> right <laughs> so don't do that ever right always try to figure out your interest explore 
those domains because every single technology has its own relevance in the IT industry. Whether it is Android, yes. iOS development, cybersecurity, DevOps, AI, ML, anything, it has own relevance. And uh, nowadays, definitely companies are paying a good compensation for these profiles, right? So do that. Yes. Once you know your interest, now very high time to work on the project side. Pick yes. good projects. Don't do a mistake. Again, I have done very, very, uh, oh man, I don't want to just remember those days. I just copied the project from the GitHub because I just wanted to, uh, wanted to get good grades from yes, the faculties. Uh, so don't do that. Right. Uh, and that was the reason that I was so behind. Uh, yes, so for that, definitely try to create something by your own. Okay, whether it's a simple application, but put your efforts, right? That way you will try to learn a lot of things and try to pick new ideas, unique ideas, which has some social impact and uh, try to implement it, learn good tech stack frameworks. It's high time for you yes, to uh, take participation in open source uh, contribution because those achievements and uh, those kind of uh, enrollments will definitely yes. help you to make your application stand out from the crowd, right? So yes, do sir. those kind of things. Uh, similarly for the, like this advice you can uh, say for the second year and third year students, for fourth year students, it's high time for you to like give time for the revisions, right? Uh, don't uh, get stuck into the CP, but I have seen people who are practicing the competitive programming at the last moment. Uh, before so, two, three months of their placements. Don't do that. Uh, just uh, be strict with your basics. Uh, try to give time to the revisions and uh, that's how you will be able to uh, crack a good uh, placements if companies are coming for on-campus placements. Also, please always uh, keep your eyes open for the good off-campus opportunities. Nowadays, yeah. companies are running different uh, programs uh, to hire good talents from the off campus, but it's your responsibility to be aware about that. For that, yes. keep on taking part in hackathons, coding challenges, and be active on uh, professional pl platforms like LinkedIn, where recruiters and uh, keep on posting the job opportunities. Even yes, the sir. employees, let's say they have some openings for the internships. Um, keep your eyes open, keep following good people, keep following good pages and uh, try to grab those opportunities. So that would be my suggestion for you guys. Thank you so much, sir, for that really, really great advice. And just it's it's just so helpful for all of us who are, you know, just, you know, getting into the, just starting a business end of our graduation. Uh, so before we end today's episode, uh, as a person who has achieved a lot of success in a lot of fields, so what would be your one piece of advice to any student, irrespective of their field, you know, not just engineers, not just data scientists or data engineers, to any student who's, you know, just going to start their journey in life? What would be your one single piece of advice that they should never, ever forget? Don't listen to the society. First and the last advice I would like to give anybody because that's in that way, uh, definitely you are going to kill your dreams. Right. Yes, Let's say you are interested in something and because of the society pressure, because of the peer pressure, you are, uh, you are killing your dreams. You are killing your thoughts. That would be the worst thing you would have done with your life. Right. So don't ever yes. do that. As a student, as a human being, always try to follow your heart and always try to follow those things where you are interested and where you can think you can put your 110%. Right. If you have that kind of thought process, nobody can stop you to grow in your career. Thank you so much, sir, for this amazing, amazing advice, you know, for being a sort of a mentor to all of us and uh, just, just sharing your extremely inspirational story with all of us. Uh, so thank you for joining us and just <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It was a really wonderful podcast and uh, I love a lot it right sharing my experience my journey i hope uh, it would add some value in your life if you can take some points in it uh, good positive points you can ignore my bad habits right uh, just don't take those positive points if you can at 
<laughs> thank you so much sir uh, and that ladies and gentlemen brings us to the end of the very first episode of the blick glitch stay tuned and keep your ears up for more such informative and amazing interviews with some amazing people thank you for listening everybody thank you so much sir <laughs>